This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, December 13th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Some sad business news out of downtown Annapolis. Two longtime fixtures on Main Street will be closing their doors after January. The Annapolis Running Shop and W.R. Chance Jewelers will be closing their doors right after the new year. The Annapolis Running Shop posted a long post to their Facebook page explaining the closure. And W.R. Chance had sent out a letter to their customers earlier this month. Both businesses will have sales, liquidation sales, through the holiday season. And while it's very sad that these two businesses are closing, and keep in mind, Chance has been around for 69 years. I do encourage everybody to go down and support Chance, support the Annapolis Running Shop, and support every locally owned business here so we don't have any more are going out of business like we have here. It's all about supporting our local business, our local community, and our neighbors. I also understand that there are at least two other businesses that are considering closing after the new year as well on Main Street. It does not bode well for the city and all this on the heels of Mayor Buckley's economic development manager leaving the city. Governor Larry Hogan has announced that he has appointed former Anne Arundel County Executive Steve Shu as the Executive Director of Maryland's Opioid Operational Command Center. Shu is going to serve as the state's principal coordinator in the fight against the opioid crisis. In a prepared statement, Governor Hogan said, I know that Steve's firsthand experience as county executive, including the local programs he championed to help fight the crisis, will serve our state as well as we continue working to save the lives of Marylanders every day. Now, under Shoe's leadership, Anne Arundel County launched the Safe Stations Program, which designates each Anne Arundel and Annapolis City fire station and police station as a safe environment for individuals looking for assistance and looking to get their start on the path to recovery. And the county also created Not My Child, which is a initiative. It's a program that travels around the county aimed at providing facts about prescription drug misuse and educating parents, families, and communities on the impact of substance abuse and signs to look for. And here's something that I didn't know, but the state currently has two programs. Before it's too late is the state's effort to bring awareness to the epidemic and to mobilize resources for effective prevention, treatment, and recovery. And any Marylander that's grappling with substance use disorder can find help at beforeitstoolatemd.org or by calling 211 and pressing number 1. Additional support is also available through mdcrisisconnect.org, which has information on both text and chat features. Well, that was about former County Executive Steve Shue. This next story is about current County Executive Stuart Pittman, who played hooky from work yesterday. Not like that. He had jury duty, and like any upstanding citizen, he showed up at the courthouse at 8 o'clock in the morning, sat down there until they told him to go home. And actually, he had a little bit of a sense of humor. He went to his Facebook page, and he posted a copy of the note signed by the jury commissioner for Anne Arundel County. It says, to whom it may concern, this is to certify that Stuart Pittman has served one day on the petite jury for Anne Arundel County, for which he will receive $15 per diem expense money. Pittman posted the picture on his Facebook page with the status update of saying, they asked if I needed a note for my boss to show why I couldn't make it to work today. Y'all are my boss, so here's my note. Good to see that Pittman has a sense of humor. 
You can add five to the number of students that have contracted the adenovirus from the University of Maryland. Right now, the count is up to 35, which is an increase of five just over the last week. And 10 of the cases have been confirmed by the Centers for Disease Control as being the adenovirus number seven, which is a strain that can cause more severe illnesses. Olivia Paragol, an 18-year-old freshman from Howard County, died of the virus on November 18th, and the first case was detected on November 1st. Dr. David McBride, who is the director of the University of Health Center, is advising students who are getting ready to leave for winter break to help stop the spread of the illness and is advising that anybody who is running fevers to avoid any public transportation, including planes, buses, and trains. The university does plan to disinfect all of the dorms and housing, which seems to be where it's emanating from during the winter break. To me, this is starting to sound a little bit like the Legionnaires outbreak in Philadelphia in 1976. There's a little bit of a battle between the District of Columbia and the state of Maryland as to who's going to get the Redskins. Right now, they're playing at FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland, but that lease expires in 2027. Now, team owner Dan Snyder is working with local and federal lawmakers to establish a new stadium on the 190-acre RFK Stadium site in the district. But Maryland Governor Larry Hogan has said that the state signed a memo of understanding with the Department of Interior last year to give the state control of a 300-acre Oxen Cove Park near the MGM National Harbor, which he plans to offer to Snyder as a site for the new NFL stadium. Interestingly, there were some architectural drawings created for the new stadium in 2016, and the renderings depict the stadium in a site that looks suspiciously like the Oxen Cove property. Who knows where it will land, whether it'll be in Maryland or in the district? We'll know by 2027, certainly before then. But here's an interesting little tidbit that I didn't realize. Over the past decade, NFL teams have poured more and more resources into their stadiums with only one in that time period. Only one. Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, not exceeding $1 billion. There's big money in football. All right, that about does it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day for the most current stories. Please give us a recommendation to your friends and colleagues. If you're someplace where you can give us a review or a rating, Please do that. We would appreciate it. It helps us get better. It helps us in the rankings and everything else. And also, check out that link in our show notes. Find out all the different ways that you can connect with us. It is Thursday, so of course we have Trevor up with your Annapolis Maker Minutes. And as we have every single day, we have George Young with DMV Weather with your local weather forecast. And all of that is coming up in just a minute. From Main Street to Maryland Avenue, West Street to Ego Alley, and the circles in between. Shop local this holiday season by shopping at Midnight Madness in historic downtown Annapolis, with all stores open until midnight this Thursday. Post a selfie from Snowflake Alley, sip cocoa on City Dock, visit the baby alpacas, and on every street corner, enjoy dancers, carolers, and music. It's Midnight Madness. Visit downtownannapolispartnership.org. Midnight Madness is sponsored by the Downtown Annapolis. Annapolis Partnership, Sheehy Lexus of Annapolis, and WRNR. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and here's your eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, December 13th. Clouds will rule the skies above Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County today as temps max out in the mid-40s or so ahead of a storm coming from the south-southwest on Friday, which will likely bring an inch or two of rain starting in the p.m. hours on Friday and lasting into late Saturday or possibly even Sunday morning. Temps will be in the upper 40s on Friday before reaching the 50s on Saturday 
before then dropping back into the mid to upper 40s on Sunday as the storm moves away and skies clear. And looking ahead into next week, the expectation now is for high pressure to move back into the region and for much of the week to feature fairly normal conditions for mid-December with sunshine and high temps in the 40s. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great day out there and be sure to download our free app by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store or follow us on Facebook or Twitter or on our website at dmdweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. No Christmas star shines quite as bright as the talent of legendary Darlene Love, performing Monday, December 17, 8 p.m. at Maryland Hall for the Creative Arts. Grammy Award winner and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee will bring holiday cheer to Annapolis with songs that span her celebrated career. Rolling Stone magazine calls her one of the greatest singers of all time. From her early days as part of Phil Spector's Wall of Sound hit factory to Broadway roles, to the Academy Award winning film 20 Feet from Stardom. Don't miss Darlene Love, Monday, December 17th. For tickets and info, visit MarylandHall.org. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Round two of Midnight Madness in downtown Annapolis is tonight. While you're down there, be sure to stop at the historic Annapolis Museum and Store. The museum store has tons of unique gifts, and they usually have some nice refreshments as well. It's always worth stopping in during Midnight Madness. Going on now and running all through next week is the Celebration in the Woods at Chrysalis at Meriwether Park, Symphony Woods. Holiday fun for the whole family, including music, crafts, Christmas trees created by artists, and visits from Santa. Also now through the end of next week, up in Severn, is the Holiday Lights Walk to the North Pole. It's a self-guided walk to the North Pole to visit Santa and his cabin, explore new trails with lighted Christmas scenes, see Polar Bear Central and the Gingerbread House, and hit up the barn for some hot chocolate. Anne-Marie Sculpture Gardens down in Solomon's is still running their garden and lights display. It's kind of a day trip, but it's well worth it. We've gone down a few times, and it's always beautiful. Also still running is Illuminated London Town at the London Town Gardens, as well as the Holiday Candlelight Stroll in Annapolis. And while you're in downtown Annapolis tonight for Midnight Madness, don't forget the West Street Arts District and Art Farm Annapolis, who are having their Midnight Madness Market. Sample the Eastern Shore's own Lion Rum, have a snack, and check out some great curated items that make great gifts. Art Farm is also having a Make It Night tomorrow night. This time it's a wood-burning workshop. Corey Johnson teaches the techniques of pyrography, the art of drawing with fire. Learn the basics of creating a range of tones and shadowing while burning your own artwork into wood. Tomorrow at the Clay Bakers in Annapolis is another one of their kids' night out, this time featuring the Polar Express. Drop the kids off and they'll eat pizza and watch Polar Express and get creative while you run errands or have a little time to yourself. Also at Clay Bakers, both on Sunday and next Wednesday, is their Let It Snow wine glass painting classes. Not limited to wine glasses, you can pick from a stemmed or stemless wine glass, beer steins, beer pints, or mason jars. Then choose a winter design to paint on your glass. You'll take it home and fire it in your own oven. This week at the Anne Arundel County Public Library System, a whole bunch of things going on Saturday. First on Mountain Road, they'll be building with virtual bricks in Minecraft, and then the Eastport Annapolis Neck Library as well as the Odenton Library are both having build-and-play sessions with Legos. And finally on Saturday in Severn is a mini-robot challenge. 
tweens and teens learn coding and participate in the robot challenges. And Tuesday at the Deal Library is Gingerbread STEM Storytime for ages 3 through 5. Unallocated space in Severin this Saturday is having another one of their epic LAN parties. 12 hours of great multiplayer gaming fun. And this week at Pongo's Learning Lab, tonight is their Robotics Club Thursdays, as well as tomorrow night being their Robotics Open Lab for the 2018-2019 Wonder League Robotics Competition. And on Saturday, they have a hand-lettering crash course for adults. Just in time for the holidays, what's better than a beautifully hand-lettered note to your loved ones? But even more importantly on Saturday is a retro game night and fundraiser. This supports the Blue Ribbon Project, which is working to support victims of child abuse and youth in foster care. See the link on our website for more information about the items they'll be collecting for their Backpacks of Love initiative. It's a small fee for a good cause, and you get to hang out and play some great retro arcade games, console games, and other fun. And finally, this week at Annapolis Makerspace, there's a few spots open still for the woodburning class with Bonnie from Daydreams Factory on Sunday. If you miss the woodburning class at Art Farm or just can't get enough woodburning, check out our class on Sunday, where you'll turn wood cigar boxes into works of art using pyrography. We'll also be having our monthly general meeting and open house a week early, since it falls on Christmas this year. So come on out on the 18th and check out the space and see what's going on with the makerspace. And as with every week, Mondays are when the woodworkers congregate at the space and make some sawdust. And Thursdays are electronics night. You can typically catch me every Thursday night in Annapolis makerspace on Renard Court for electronics night. But I think I'll be ducking into downtown Annapolis for Midnight Madness this time. And you can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. There is a diamond of diamonds. It's from De Beers. Only 14 diamond tears in the world can touch them. Its name, Forevermark. And Zachary's is the only jeweler in the Annapolis area that has it. Not only is it beautiful and rare, it has a story, supporting women in diamond-producing areas around the world. So when you give a Forevermark diamond, you don't just give, you give back. Zachary's and Forevermark, a jeweler and a jewel. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, IonAnnapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.